Welcome. Welcome. Hello. This is my show. My only show. I just can't even with myself right now. Let's babble about time. I babble wherever I can, whenever I can, however I can. This is N.E. Unleashed. Now without further ado. Let's just jump right into it. Alright, welcome back and good morning everybody. I have with me another person I kidnapped, which I'm also very proud of, because this is a person I've been referencing both indirectly and directly all throughout my stint of this, of 2019 actually. So this person is none other than Crystal. Crystal, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> hey, what's uh... up? <laughs> Hi, what's up? Hi, I'm an ENFP too, and I am also Asian American. Yeah, I'm also Asian American. We are horrible at introductions, aren't we? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well, okay, whatever. I feel like we have to get weird to get comfortable. Does that make sense? That's me and you all the time. Yeah, I feel like I'd be like, hi, I'm Nate. I'm the person you throw in the side, but you realize, oh, maybe I should have brought him back because it's useful type of moment. (laughs) And then it's too late. He's already, like, gone or some shit. Yeah, and I already took a bus. Like, see, it's like, I'm already gone. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm Crystal. I'm an ENFP. I'm a four, wing three, tri-type, four, six, eight. Give or take. SXSO. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. SXSO. Um. Uh, yeah, Asian American. Haha. <laughs> I, I felt like I wanted to bring that up because no, like, it's no. Remember, we were gonna. I think we we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, I think we were gonna talk about it a little bit more because there is an experience there that we go through that I think the other culture doesn't. Um, and I think other like let's say other interviews. The other culture are. being the non. <laughs> yeah, the non-Asian. Yeah, like when I when I met, yeah, like meeting Nate and like having this language to talk about type with and how it's like influenced us with our upbringings with our parents I th- I felt the need to bring it up because I feel like tying this as yeah we may have this in common is another reason why I would even agree to be on such a podcast <laughs> oh, <laughs> because, we'll oh live God, it up um, like, well, it's amazing I, I don't know you realize it's like for me I actually have a huge fear of like public speaking in a sense because like I just get super self-conscious of how people are gonna perceive me, even though I would do nothing to actually change it because I had no se. So because <laughs> we don't do anything to change it, this is the best. <laughs> that hasn't been I'm just so like, relatable. I, I'm like I hate how bad I'm speaking, and I just like for a girl. I had a conversation with three other ENFPs like literally yesterday, and. The same, they wait, all gave me the same response. I thought you didn't know any ENFPs. What are you talking about? Online. Oh, wait. Online. Of course I don't know. Oh, like, there's oh. not much in, in real life. Like, I was telling you that one. Like, in real life, it's it's very obvious when I meet one. Because I'm like, hey, we're the same type. And then, like, that's it. <laughs> oh, you gotta oh, go. Like, Bye. <laughs> I guess I was, like, thinking you were gathered at a table at a cool cafe. and Girl, if I was this amazing, like, actually that amazing, that I could kidnap legit physical bodies with me like i would love to have a table talk with like other enfps um i heard there's like there's like this girl i know in, in what is it in cali who wants to do that right <laughs> yeah 
Right. <laughs> That's from what I understand. Like, there's like they wanna like we wanna hang out. Like, we all wanna con- congregate at some point and like yell over each other and see what happens. But ENFP con, no e- fake ENFJs allowed or fake ETPs allowed. Oh my goodness. Wait, do you know how terrible it's gonna be if we do an ENFP con? Like, there is no absolute TI, so like nobody questions anything. Yeah, well, like, that's so okay, well, I would say I would like to think that you and I question things, but we never conclude anything, or for, or we forget the question in the first place. We're just like play, play, play. Okay, I'm done. Bye. Exactly, and it's like I don't. Oh my goodness, I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to imagine this the whole thing, and I'm going already getting sweats because I'm going like this is that is going to be chaos like happening. Everything's already chaos. Everything's chaos. Oh, yeah, oh! Before I forget, well, yeah. by the way, because like I wanted to do this big thing so other people can, because you've already introduced yourself. So this is like for Crystal, she's an SXSO type four ENFP. The best part, the best thing about this that I think was really awesome to have her here on the show is that I am of the opposite variety because she's an SB blind. I'm an SBSO SX blind. So we have actually quite a bit of experiences to differ on if not like i know cognitively we're basically the same um but when it comes to like manifesting our behaviors in in other ways like we definitely do it in different like differently like you could probably look at me and be like yeah i could have done something else and then i would have been like yeah that's not how i would do it but even though we would come to the same like mental conclusion on anything right i think that's very accurate actually Hmm. yeah and I think we should really, yeah, and we, we decided we're going to discuss it. So for the people, like, for people at home or in your car driving and you're listening to this, you get to hear how an SX dom and an SP dom can talk and how our, each other's blind spots can, like, kick in. Because I have to say, Crystal, though, like, I have to say, like, with every SX dom I've met, and I'm going to bring this up to, like, every SX dom I actually bring on the show. Too, oh, God. There is a feeling of invasion coming on to me, even though there is absolutely nothing happening. That's just how I always feel. Like, I get a reaction every time I talk to SX doms. You mean you feel something in your, like, dark, dark little soul? Yeah, because, you know, I feel like another SX dom would be attracted to it or be intrigued, at least. I'm, like, automatic, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm automatic, like, nah, like, eh. That's so funny because as an SX dom, I, well, I don't know for others, but, like, for me, I've never romantically liked another fellow SX dom. Like, I always go for people with some strong SP tendencies, so the invasion thing's funny, because I pick it up off them. I don't, I, like, for you, I don't think you're, like, repulsed by it, but other people can kind of be. Yeah, I can handle not, it. Like, I can handle like, being around hooks. you guys. It's just, there is that feeling, like, for other SP doms out there, like, it's there. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't disappear just because I'm interacting with them. Um, I remember there was this one, another ENFP4, who's on Twitter, and she was like, oh, I want to, like, get to know you and, like... <laughs> dig out and like dig you out and like hang out and I'm like I don't wanna <laughs> I was like it, it like gave the answer right away I was like I don't wanna like sorry and like you're gonna put a challenging the SP dom to see how high my walls can be I'm like girl the walls are gonna be up like <laughs> that yeah, is not it's funny hard. though because it's funny though because I feel like I have like more close friends who are like SP doms in general probably because of my upbringing with like a lot of SP from my mom mm. so like I think that I tend to like people that aren't SX dom because I actually get overwhelmed by I think fellow SX doms, especially because I feel like I don't always like subscribe well to I think Well, you're all unstable. 
Yeah, and I think I think I'm definitely very unstable. So I kind of seek people that are more stable. Oh wait, and, and let I me let me reiterate: it's not mentally unstable. They're just like naturally unstable. No, I think no, no. I'm I, yeah. I like I'm pretty mentally stable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because like okay, because you guys can handle like existing. Like I feel like there's a lot of SX doms out there probably feel like oh my god, is he saying we're crazy? I mean, yes, from an SP perspective, I'm gonna say you're all, like crazy. I, my life is unstable. Like, there we dude, go. I, I, well, I, whose I, fault I was that, Crystal? <laughs> I don't, I don't eat when I'm depressed, and which, yeah, like you know, it's just like I'm not gonna pretend my life has any structure whatsoever. Oh. <laughs> but emotionally and mentally, I like teach people about FI all the time because I have such a great mental structure for how my like emotions operate, and I really understand them from SX. Because also as a kid, if you're like kind of denied intimacy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You you like SX Dom yourself basically, so you just have a lot of intimate one on ones with who you are, what you like, what you want, and then you can't have anyone talk you out of that when you grow up because your boundaries are pretty high. So like, I think that people that don't know that about sexual variance wouldn't realize just how like intense it can be about. Yeah, like no, that makes that makes absolute about. sense because I remember yeah. there was a conversation where they just assumed that like all you know sexual dominance are like secret like sluts or whatever. And the thing is, it's not true because they're it's just how they survive. It's not it's at all anything related to that degenerate version. It's actually. I think like they this one person made a really good example. Um, and Joe, if you're listening, like this is a shout out to you. Like, it's like birds of paradise in their natural habitat, like showcasing their plumage or their, their colors to attract, and that's literally to survive, to you know create, and that's literally the basis of the sexual variant. Um, they can choose you know to give or to not give and it has nothing to do with any of like the weird little you know connotations that you know society have put onto sex that's not like what sexual dominant does or is or at all like it's just that i was talking about this with cat it's like the only word you could say to to make sense about it is arouse people just make it sound weird but it really it's an appropriate word yeah i think that's pretty accurate i feel like like, I would say, like, I am a romantic, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily, like, I, I don't think I try to, like, I-, I do dig deep and dig out of people, but yeah, I don't relate to, like, any idea that, like, oh, like, I flit around and, like, like 15 million people or something and, like, just, you know, I, I feel like I can be kind of detached. Like, I don't, like, try to connect with everyone or something, and I feel like sometimes I've only known, like, F-E-S-X doms who get, like, super, like, attached to their partner or like super want to talk all the time to like their friends and i'm just like i don't really feel like i always want to talk to people unless it's like about a specific intellectual well, topic i would say that you would you say that it's actually more so a social dominant like trait of being like more maybe, butterfly yeah right because it's maybe, like i think yeah. a lot of social doms forget that like the basis of social is connection the basis of sexual is arousal so like if you don't get an intrigue from this person that you're meeting you're not going to be interested but like a social no, dom is yeah. still going to be interested because they're only looking for the bond the connection that's yeah it. i mean that's true i was also talking about the idea that like i feel like i associate sx dom so much with fe in general like we're like <laughs> we're like fe is like consistent yeah and also okay to be fair i like had mostly fe user friends throughout my life so yes. they're everywhere they're everywhere <laughs> but even then like a lot of like you know fi user like women i don't know like 
like they'll like get super deep with like one person and then like start dating them. I'm just like I have not had that experience where I'd start dating someone I'm getting super deep with. I just kind of get deep with like whoever I actually choose to on accident. I'm just like, oh yeah, sorry. I just assume that everyone should share their childhood traumas with me. Ha ha ha. Like <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's so SX Dom, but yeah. It's also very 4 of you. I feel like a lot of 4s are really equipped to handle people's dark sides. I've known, I've known definitely, like, with you, I could spill all my, all my darkness, and it wouldn't affect you at all. Oh, it's funny, because I don't think you've actually, you've actually really spilled that much darkness. No, me, because I'm a seven, duh. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's funny, because you don't have to have done that to know that you could do that with me but I guess- well I would say that even if I do feel like you know granted I did mention earlier that I feel invaded sometimes but like the moments that I don't feel that way or like the moments it's like containable like I would have to say like fours are like perfect for that like I ha- I know a four in real life um, that person is perfect to cry to like literally perfect like that person is able to contain your feelings can let you feel the feelings because you feel so validated and completely yourself um but it sucks that it's only for the thing, moments. Yeah. yeah, but only for the moments of that. Like, it's kind of... I would say, unfortunately, with, with that friend of mine, um, that's only what she's good for. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny, because I'm complaining for about how I feel like I'm only good for people's emergencies or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. relate to that, yeah. Versus, okay, well, versus me and being my, you know, avoidant type, where I would literally be like, oh, you're having an emergency? Let me see if you can fit that in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, hilarious. Are- yeah, no, yeah, totally. I feel like, oh my god, there's this meme the other day where it was like, people treat me like a god, and someone's like, how so? And it's like, oh, they just ignore me until they need something. And I'm like, wow, this is so type four. <laughs> but also true, because like, oh my god, it's been like, it was like a weird week last week. I had not one before different INFPs, specifically INFPs who I never talked to, reach out to me because they were having like, suicidal ideation emergencies and like apparently I'm better than the fucking hotline so I like gave them a bunch of existential advice and they're apparently still processing it because they were like I keep thinking about this and it's making me feel so much better how do you do it I'm like uh you just SX your own darkness you just you basically have to live with this for the rest of your life (laughs) as a like I'm just like I'm just like, I chronically am in existential pain and philosophize my way out of it to like avoid being real. So I can't, I don't know, dude. Like, I gotta know, say though, like, like, I have okay. to be, it's still worthy, at least of me, to like be odd at awe with it. Cause it's like, fours can really definitely see the difference, like, the that's missing in certain and everything. And I usually kind of goes over my head because you guys are what so. What is the well- difference in everything? Well, like, for example, like, they mentioned how fours are so attuned to what is not there and not in a sense, like, negative, negative as in subtraction. Oh, oh, wait, that's so funny because that's how my NE processes the world. So yeah. <laughs> that's also funny. See, and like, con- that. contrast that with mine, like, all I see is like reframes and positivity. So, like, it's when things go down. We're a good match. We are a good yeah, match. Yeah, well, we're reason. a weird combination because, like, remember that one time where we ended up, like, having a conversation, you're, like, crying and I'm laughing, and, like, this is literally, like, if people were to hear <laughs> no. that, two, like, two of us talk <laughs> like that, like, we're like, are, are you guys okay? And, we're, and we both look at them and say we are. Like, that's the yeah, weirdest no. part. <laughs> oh, my God, dude, no. Like, seriously, when I'm in crisis mode, like, I was seriously at my lowest, like, the past few months, and I was like, I need to talk to Nate. And it's funny because, like, as a four, I'm the person that everyone else goes to when they're at their lowest. But I'm like, 
when I'm at my lowest, someone fucking reframe this. And I go to Nate, and he basically laughs, and I'm like, okay, because I need someone right now to laugh because I can't reframe it myself very well and have it stick. Like, I can kind of do it, like, for fun as an exercise, but, like, when I'm upset, I know my perspective will not shift unless someone can fully embody the representation of shifting itself. So I go to Nate, who is not only seven, but also FX blind, so he can't even see my problem, but I need the problem to be erased in the moment so I can like take myself away from it enough to like deal with it because I can I can deal with my own problems pretty well but for Nate to laugh reminds me that this is possible for this to be laughed at so I'm just like okay <laughs> like seriously I'll like, say thank like, you oh, for seeing it that thing. way because I know a lot of folks actually find it insulting <laughs> for lack of a... well I find I mean, I like I don't find it insulting because I feel like this means that this person has so much faith that I will be okay, and that faith is something I need right now to survive. And so well, it's more yeah. about what is. I think that because we're both ENFPs, to me, I look at the laughter. I was like, what does this represent to me? What this represents to me right now is hope, like a way for me to crawl out of the hole that I have fallen into. And so that is the best way to get me out of it. For someone to so not see my problem as real that it reminds me that this doesn't have to be real. I can, like, see it some way else. And so, yeah. But I think if you weren't in a P7, I might find it more, like, insulting because that person would be kind of condescending. But you're able to, I think, still validate that the reality is real to me, even if it doesn't have to be real objectively. Well, so, yeah. Like, okay, cause, yeah. Because, like, we're going through the... We're- as both ENFPs, you know, both we're both ENFPs, we're both Asian like Canadian oh, slash yeah, American. Oh yeah, that's also part of it. That's like, also part of it, yeah. We have a lot of similar kind of situations, like we both have religious backgrounds like we just, it's a lot of things that I can definitely say, like I have been through and have done my fair share of arguing with oh, those people. Oh come on, right? well, I, was crying about a, I was crying about a guy, you have not done that. Yeah well, um, no, no of course not. But like... Uh, <laughs> Um, no, but it's like what I mean is like for example, like with things like because because we kind of to the point where we're pretty close or similar enough that we can, I can get on your wavelength basically. Like I can connect really quickly to the wavelength and be like, oh, so you're this is what you're going through. Um, it just you know like you mentioned because I'm a seven, I I don't deal well with the negativity. Um, so I always try to fill it in and like try to alternate, like try to find the alternate, like with something else and I'll just like bring in like all my other sides Ooh. oh yeah and you know what I just thought of I think also because like you're laughing you're seven but you're also an SP and I think that I go to you because I'm like I am aware that I'm SP blind and what I need in that moment is the instinct to survive again and laughter is honestly a great way to remind yourself to have the will to live and such and that's, I know it sounds so dramatic right now. I mean, like, that's oh, one yeah, way to, to cool. tell. I mean, like, just, you know, why not? I think, well, I, think, I think so, because I feel like laughter is, like, the best medicine, right? And, like, okay, like, that quote's really cheesy, but at the same time, it really does heal things. I think I intellectually always know that, even when I'm at my worst. So I think that I'm very good at knowing who will provide the actual solution I need, which sometimes is not, like, telling me how to yeah. fix it, like, TI style. Where, like, you, tell, you know what I have to say? That... To, like, change my brain chemistry yeah yeah no you know what i have to say though like i think the, big, the biggest takeaway i can have from being friends with you is that like the biggest advice you've told me was i think like suck it up as sex blind or something because like there was this one time i was going through a crisis and was that, was that advice <laughs> i would call it advice because like i didn't really expect it necessarily because you know usually how 
we were is that like you tell you tell me stuff i'd laugh about it and that's kind of how it was but it ended up becoming like i was going through something that was pretty insane and you ended up becoming like the perfect oh, yeah. person to take it which was actually really interesting um and yeah and the vice was like suck it up essex well you just have to push it and like you had an eight fix so you're just like this is un- like injustice and you need to like f- make something happen and i'm like oh my goodness it's you're right i have to make something happen i'm like sitting there going like oh lord have mercy um and then you're like you're you're spiraling like you gotta do something because like I go into one right when I disintegrate or like my points of <laughs> problems so I get like yeah. critical of myself and it's just like the you know the happy side of me goes away um and it's like instant like yeah, I just need someone to like slap me in the face like hello wake up like back to funny, reality yeah. oh my god yeah I guess our friendship is funny that way because I feel like if people have only ever seen me struggle they forget how good I am in situations when other people are struggling if I'm doing like fine or something so like yeah like like to me I have no problem even though I can be like <laughs> my feels I like have been the person to bitch slap most people into like the reality they need to be in to get their act together and sometimes it's just feeling your emotions yeah because what, because, you know that's, yeah. that's true because um I think we've both had that similar complaint where people only see us for one side of what we bring yeah, to the table totally. at the moment um I don't know how other people do it like I know like other folks you know they campaign about living your most authentic self and be your most truest self but sometimes that's just not realistic I'm like which one there's like my 15 of yeah them. <laughs> like I met a new person and like that's all I, I know immediately that what I do for a person I've just invented a personality that they have in their heads like about me like that's it um I could choose to change it if I want to but I don't see them as often like you know you just do the math in your head and you're like well what are you gonna do about it like that's you like me helping a person open the door they'll just assume that I'm like this one thing but they wouldn't really think of me as anything else because I didn't really give them anything else so I just kind of have carried that principle like all throughout so it's like the complaint about my friends only seeing like a side of me and I think it's really that's why it's really awesome talking to other ENFPs because like you could show all of your sides and it would be like yeah yeah no been there done that <laughs> I think what's hard is like the sides only come out in certain situations mm. well cause I, yeah. in a sense did you also like you also understand too like other people of course are not one dimensional we just haven't seen that side yet um yeah. but I guess yeah, pe- like, yeah exactly yes I think that like SE users like sometimes I users would be like you just seem like to do a 180 on me or something about NPs and I'm like no I'm just showing you a different side of me that hasn't there was no like occasion for that to arise until now exactly we, we're the ones that wait and seize like we're not really gung-ho and jump into the pool right away despite you know what we might yeah and I like. feel like it's not even like a conscious thing it's like literally like I can't really show things because there's no way for it to like come out because you don't have like you know, SE to be like holistically the same, or you know, because everyone's know different, way. right? Like you, we just accommodate to other people. Like I don't know, this is me. I accommodate a lot to a lot of folks. Like I barely, like they barely know my preferences. Frankly, granted, I don't have a lot of preferences. Um, they're not really existent. But like again, like they don't really know like what I listen to. Like they don't know my typical interests or anything. Um, because no one really bothers to ask. And second, they don't really have an opportunity to ask because we're busy doing something else. You know, like, yeah, just... like pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I feel like I think it's funny because when you're like spiraling, freaking out, I like have the sense that like maybe a lot of friends wouldn't know what to do with you, or because I think that's kind of how ENFP 
depression works because one minute you're the best person everyone knows and you're like lighting up everyone's world and the next minute you're in a hole and no one can get you out of it and mm-hmm. I was kind of mm-hmm. like ah, well I think what I do in that situation I'm just, I'm just like shrug yeah sounds like you're just having an existential moment because you actually have to stand up for yourself ha 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 so, <laughs> like to me I was like this is like the shit I don't blink twice like I have literally left entire communities at least six times in my very short life because people start doing dumb shit and I'm the only one that says something and then I get burned and like the first few times as a teenager especially it's like ow now I'm like I expect people to be stupid and selfish and petty and that's why I've never been screwed over by all these narcissist gaslighters um the extent to where I didn't get off scotch-free because I was always like shrug like what can you fucking do to me dude like I probably chances are I probably didn't let you enough for you to do significant damage like in a real way in my life for you to get away with this like bye and so I feel like I try to pass on that attitude to other people where I'm just like you have to stand up for yourself because you are like disarming someone else of their ability to be better too if you don't call them out and I guess it's just my eight fix as a like fi user but still like i'm just like ooh, perfect nate has to actually grow because he like probably gets in these situations once every 10 years so because of how i know. am right with everything exactly, yeah like <laughs> dude I have, to, I have to put out a fire that i actually started by being myself like once every six months like seriously like i i'm never short of people to call out so i'm just like i'm a fucking like expert here so come to me if you ever have any issues with anyone because i can tell you who's right who's wrong and just what you should do about it. Stop being a little bitch. But yeah. Basically, yeah, no. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, I'm just like seeing this, like you just telling me all this. And I'm like thinking about how I would not so uneventful my life tends to be, but it's just how avoidant I really am of entering those types of situations. Like I don't usually speak up in the same degree as you do. So I, I prefer to just kind of move. Like, I don't know. It's like telling this to other people. Like I like to give provide the most minimal impact as possible um unfortunately there are people out there who have taken the most impact and they're now my best friends so i have to live with that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's also isn't it also kind of being asian we're kind of taught to not not cause trouble and like not yes actually you know my mom's biggest my always my mom's always telling me it's like sometimes it's better to just be quiet and follow yeah, that's always been that the gig. Even though, like, I've argued to like to the cows come home, right? Of just me just saying, "Well, what if they're wrong, though?" You know, like, what, what what's gonna happen? Yeah, but like, see, it's all theoretical for you. For me, I'm just like, "Oh, if they're wrong," and the more you tell me no, the more I feel tortured inside. I'm like, "No, I'd rather die than like say oh nothing." Gosh. So, okay, I'll well, never ever think of that. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> I had it once, so and I felt aspect. terrible about it. Like, I felt terrible about thinking about it. It's like I. I don't know about SP blinds. Like, when I talk to SP blinds, like, such as yourself and, like, other ones, you guys are so willing to, like, give up yourselves. And I don't understand that, like, concept at all. Um, I like to say that I'm selfish a lot, but then really the whole point is what I'm trying to say is, like, I, I, just, I just don't want... Like, I just think that I can't bargain my body or myself at all. Like, that's out of bounds if I were to bargain anything. If that makes sense. Like, in, like, negotiations or whatever, it's, like, I'm still gonna put, like, because in my head, I think, this is my body. I'm the one that puts it to sleep. I'm the one that gets up and eats. Like, I'm the one that has to do all the work. So why do I give it away to somebody else? Like, why is that my 
bargaining chip. It doesn't make sense to me. So I get like weird when you know with SP blinds are so willing to like throw all your eggs in one basket sometimes. And I'm going like, oh, well that's a gig. Like <laughs> that's interesting. Um, I like your to tell. Your mom is interesting. Kidding. Well, no, because like here's the thing. Like I was telling this, I like to tell this story a lot, and I bring it up to my friend as well. Like when things went down with her, like she starved herself. Because, like, she needed to deal with the emotion at the time, and it needed to, like, make sense for her brain and whatever. But to me... <laughs> you mean me? Yeah. Well, me. a lot, like, it t- I mean, all SP people I probably, like, relate to that extent. Like, they're willingly, like, lose sleep, and they'll willingly not eat because, you know, they got a project to finish. They got a problem to, to solve. They have, you know, a relationship to fix. And I'm like, in my head, I'm always thinking, why, though? Like, why can't you just go to bed? Like, why can't you just, you know, drink a glass of water before you start doing a shouting match? You know, like, it's just... <laughs> it's like whenever fights happen and I'm involved in it or something, I'm always like, okay, let's fight. Wait one second. Um, can we do it while I'm cooking? Like, <laughs> it's like, can we multitask well, a little bit? Okay, well, how do you feel like as... Well, okay, in a parallel sense, how do you feel like your SX line shows up then in that way? Like, I where I'd be like... horrible in intimacy. Horrible. Well, okay, I know, but like, what is an example of something where I'd be like, Hey, what you doing? Or whatever, you know? Uh, well, the thing is, you haven't seen me try to flirt. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> you haven't seen me, like, actually try to pursue a relationship. It, it's horrible. I, I can't na- navigate it Do you properly. even try to pursue a relationship? <laughs> Here's what I found out. When I don't try, I'm attractive. <laughs> when you don't try, you're what? That's when I'm attractive, when I don't try. Because, like, things... Somehow, everything doesn't go my way. Like, it just, like, if I want something, like, let's say from a, like, I want to do the whole sexual variant of, like, let's just, you know, arouse and, like, attract or repulse or do something, it, the opposite effect always happens for me, and I don't know what's wrong with the universe. I feel like I'm just going against my wiring, and so I've just concluded that in my head. Um, Oh my, have you ever had the thing where, like, you try to flirt, try to do it, and then you realize you can't keep up, and then you just give up and rage quit? Yeah, all the time. (laughs) What? Wait, what? Are you serious? I'm like, it'll, it'll happen. I'll kick it. I'll have this thing in my mind. I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to play it a little, like, fun and hard to get. And, like, I go for it. And then I get tired because I, like, look at it. And I'm like, everything about this is, reti- like, just stupid. And I just, like, bounce. You, you're just like, yeah, like, what is dating, huh? I don't want to do this. Exactly. Like that. You know, like, I told, like, somebody else, like, I'm boycotting the dating scene. <laughs> wow. Sounds familiar. I wonder if I've heard that before. Right? <laughs> and because it's like, I'm just kind of like, I'm just going to do my own thing and just be happy about it. If somebody comes in, and I was telling my friends this, they need to, like, the whoever I, I date in the future will need to convince me that living with them is better than living with me. Because, oh, like, wow. I'm I am happy living with me. And the thing is, I don't know, he said, people may think that's, like, some self-love, like, shenanigans. Um, not necessarily. It's just that, as an SP, like, I... I, I like my house. I, I still have projects to do. Like, I got stuff to think about. Like, I don't think about mating and, like, that whole sexual variant concept. I just, I feel like That's I don't have time. That's very SI. That's a very SI of you. Yeah, true. <laughs> the balance of everything. I mean, the abuse is, you know, you, I was telling this person, like, how to deal with sensors. I was like, well, think of it like poison that you build up immunity over time. You just do it. <laughs> you just over over the years right. you just get used to it um but yeah like it's just uh it's so here's the thing though i'm not against it like i've had 
how to put this? It's like I've met a lot of my like I, a lot of people are SX that I've met at least, especially like a lot online. Um, and I have a few like in real life, and they're really fun to be around because they provide like this interesting, um, like dimension into relation into a relationship. Like I've heard and learned that um, being an SX blind such as myself, the SX has to be activated from an external source. I need to have permission to do it. In a metaphorical sense. What does permission even mean? Yeah, that's why it's in a conceptual sense. It's not like literal permission. It's not like, oh, can I please have some SX? Like, it's not how it works. (laughs) Because that's horrible. That's that's not how it works. No, no, no. It's, it's, It's like the... Like, that's why, like, for example, like, for me to start thinking about the sexual side of me, um, again, back to Enneagram terms, it's like, I'm gonna need somebody who's either of the ego of SX, like the dominant or the secondary to come into my life and provide it because then they brought it, they bring it to my attention. Um, like, but, oh, wait, oh, I, I've been neglecting this part of me because... Exactly. Well, wants- think about this way, like bringing it back to like your SP, right? Because you're SP blind. So like you hang around with a lot of SP doms so that they could like trigger that side of you that you could start like, oh, maybe I should drink on time, like, or whatever. Drink water. Oh yeah, God. drink water. Um, no, no, like it. It doesn't even. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like me, like being an SX, SP dom. Like it, it could be an SP secondary person as well. Like they could just you just hanging around with them, and they'll just be like, oh, we should go for a run, or you know, maybe you shouldn't try to yeah. give up your life. We go for a run. <laughs> Who the hell? No. Who the, who the hell? Um, that's literally me. Like, every now and then I'll be like, hmm, I've been feeling a little water weight. Maybe I should go for a run today. Like, I'll just go for it. <laughs> I'm just, like, staring at you right now. Like, okay, if you say so, bitch. <laughs> because, okay, this is even better. Okay, an even better or more hilarious example is imagine the social blinds talking to social doms. I feel like that relationship has been very interesting um i know like with social blinds like they kind of perceive a lot of the social interactions and the social type of anything as kind of like climbing um somebody paying too much attention on hierarchies too much attention on titles too much attention on building social capital like they don't understand any of that kind of stuff um which like the thing is is we as social seconds like we kind of get it um but you know this is the realm of the social people like gossiping is a big social thing and like uh bond like bonding and connections all that good stuff and then just seeing how they just don't they can't grasp it but i was telling i remember i was talking to cat before and she's social blind and i think the biggest takeaway i can get from her was that no it doesn't matter where your background is if you're nice if you're a kind person you're okay which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of okay, nice. Like yeah. in a sense, I'm like, if you're nice to them, like if you're kind to an to a social blind, um, if you're cool with them in any way, they'll accept you without any kind of you know baggage or background. Which I think is to some extent pretty, you know, like cool. Like I'll take it. Um, even though, like for people like us, sometimes we'll take into we'll factor in reputation. We'll factor in. Um, your history will factor in like things like that because to us that matters um yeah so i'm just imagining how that interaction can be if you're a social dom versus a social blind um it's actually i can actually make a better example my best friend's one's a social blind and he's married to a social dom and she's an SP. yeah it's fantastic she's an sp blind but he has sp so it's fun- like it's hilarious how they talk to you because he'll like say something and then she'll like counter it like why would you say that like how think of how people will perceive you and he's like i don't care what they perceive me and she's like no 
no. <laughs> and then, but then, like, she'll be like, oh, I'll just die. And he goes, no. <laughs> so, like, don't do that. Like, they get, like, it's so cute. Like, when you see them interact, I, I, I'm always, like, imu- amused by the whole thing because they have such strong SX when they're together. It's actually kind of um, a marvel to observe when they do that. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's fun to watch. Uh, never for me, though. Like, every time people be like, why don't you have it? I'm like, nope, sorry. Not my gig. <laughs> you don't care. You're not that sorry. Um, yeah, well, not that sorry. But, like, I mean, I care enough, right? Because they're my friends. So I'll, like, care to some extent. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like, maybe the time will come when that works out. But until then, like, this is actually going to be... Do a- do you want to do a part two? What should we do? Oh, I don't know. What should we do for a part two? I have no idea. This was really fun because I got, like, a lot out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah? You did, huh? Well, duh. It's just my goal is to use everybody. So. <laughs> nice. Well, that concludes my little collab there with Crystal. You could find her over on Megan's Levota's channel where they do a weekly podcast on cognitive functions called Synchronic Saturdays. I definitely recommend you guys checking that out. It's a very informative and quite interesting uh, show where they cover a lot, a multitude actually, of topics and especially theorizing around the functions and what they've observed and I think is really, really cool. So definitely check this out. This is not the end of uh, with Crystal at all. I definitely would love to have her again and I'd love to have to continue a conversation. Um, there is actually a lot. The thing is with, any, with anyone with extrovert intuition, the conversation is never over. So with that being said, um, just going to cut it short for today. And I hope you guys enjoy and you know hit me up next time. Tune in for the next episode and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.